This is the Porter Tonecast. I'm talking over the lick. Yeah. We're f- so rusty. <laughs> Number 45. All right, we're here. The Tonecast. We're back. Episode 45. It's been uh, a few months. April was our last show, so it's been four months since yeah, we... Yeah, wow. Five months. It's really can't flown keep, by. Yeah, I can't <laughs> keep track. I think we always head into the summer and we're thinking, okay, here we go. Summer's happening again. And this uh, this summer was no different. Um, we'll get into that in a second. But hey, Marco, how are you? I'm doing great today. Yeah. Nice we, humid day in Boise. It is humid and we are dying because we're used to no humidity. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a mess. But uh, we're here. We've been working... Working away for the last few months, uh, we had our interview with Rich Summers, uh, RV Country Roads, and and since then there's been some some changes with the RV Country Roads as well. So it's been quite a bit of a, a weird adventure for us. Uh, but we're going to talk about today a little bit of the the good, the bad, the ugly of running a gear business, and kind of just letting you guys in a little bit of, uh, of what it takes to to run run this thing and what uh, what we deal with as a small business and. Uh, challenges and the good things and the bad things and the ugly like we mm-hmm. talked about it's there's a ton of stuff to to kind of go over but to be honest we're kind of just turning on the microphones and just having a conversation yeah um, there's not a lot of script in front of us sometimes we have a very clear outline and uh, we're just talking about it from perspective of you being kind of the shop manager of, of the pickups and then me being the owner just kind of the different dynamics yeah. that we have to deal with each day um, some similar and some very different, obviously. But totally. uh, yeah, you can find us on uh, the Tone Community page on Facebook for those who are listening to this. For those who have been wondering if the podcast was, <laughs> will continue, uh, we're here and we're going to try to ramp up a little bit more interviews. I know we keep saying that, but it, it just sometimes the reality hits. And <laughs> one of the things that we launched this year was. Um, Porter TV. So that was kind of one of our big media type things. So if you've been following the website, you can go to porterpickups.com and the community tab. You can find the podcast, the Tonecast page, listen to past episodes. But we also have a tab for Porter TV. So Marco, why don't you talk about kind of what Porter TV is? So it's just meant to kind of be like a little more in-depth look at kind of some of the scenes from the shop and kind of what we do and you know, as opposed to just gear demos and sound clips, you know, which is good for its own thing. But, you know, the people that kind of want to see a little bit more of a detailed look at the whole process of the Porter, you know, guitars and pickup side of things. Yeah. And it's, it's like you said, it's a lot more in depth. It's a, it's a long form videos are usually 10 to 15 minute long videos, mm-hmm. but we play some guitar, we talk about subjects. And so we filmed our fourth episode a few weeks ago and, and we talked about, restoring an old 60s Gretsch guitar yeah. and we talked about um, our classic series Les Bois that we we had mini humbuckers in so we mm-hmm. actually took turns and played sound clips and things like that so you can you can critique our playing if you go watch the yeah. Porter TV critique the playing <laughs> let us know what you think of the the guitars and yeah exactly yeah. And, and we're doing some other stuff too we started filming this morning a um a kind episode of a walkthrough. <laughs> What's that? Episode five. Yes, we are doing episode five, and and then also we, I started filming a little bit of a walkthrough of a guitar build as well. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a Lebois Semi Hollow, kind of take you through the build process and what goes into each step, and it's very um, low production and low budget mm-hmm. uh, type thing. I'm, but just I'm sitting there with the camera and like zooming it while I'm talking, <laughs> and so it's 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 going to be just a raw look at kind of all the way through the the build process. And then so eventually we'll get mm-hmm. into 
you know, here we are building the pickups for this specific guitar yeah. and, and kind of what we do in that process. And we want to show people kind of the what goes into making a Porter guitar here in the shop and kind of how we select woods and how we look at a piece of wood and build a design around that. Yeah. Because a lot of customers who've bought from us have started literally with a, a piece a, of wood, a neck piece or a top <laughs> piece, right? Right. And even this week, we got somebody bringing in a, a big old hunk of cedar to yes. potentially do something with. But yes, we'll we'll know more about that here soon. Yeah, literally, a log was just dropped, <laughs> dropped off in the shop yesterday, so we have to decide what, how, and what we're going to gonna do with that thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's been quite Never the, a dull moment. Yeah, quite the adventure. So why don't you just kind of give a, an update, Marco, on the summer? Kind of what what's been going on this summer, and and I know that. I looked at the date for the last podcast, and, and since mm-hmm. then we've actually released some guitar models if you've been following us, and then just kind of what the summers uh, look like for us and kind of what, what we're doing for this fall. Mm-hmm. Well, typically the summer is a little bit kind of like a lull in the year. I mean, I think everybody's out camping or on their boats. They don't have you know money to spend on all the gear or whatever, and so it, it does tend to be kind of a little bit of a slower time, but we still manage to stay busy, and we're working on really good projects and... I mean, this summer was interesting because we just had a lot of, like, I, I was gone for a couple of weeks and Brian was in a, a little bit of a mountain biking incident. So, yeah, a little bit. It kind of slowed down production a little bit, but now we're getting back to it and excited to, you know, kick butt this fall. And there's a lot of cool changes coming in the shop. Um, we've got some cool new dealers that we've signed up and working on a yeah. bunch of new big orders. And we just got one out yesterday. So it feels good to, just keep knocking knocking the list down, you know. Definitely, yeah, and it's been it's been quite a shift. I mean, June, I think June was actually one of our slowest months in in quite a long time. Yeah. So that was that was pretty pretty tough. I think we went into June thinking, okay, it's summer, and we know it's going to go dip a little bit, but it went a little farther than we expected. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a kind of a turning point at least for us and like how we're going to move forward and what do we want to do with this business and so I think since then we've kind of shifted our mindset to really yeah. trying to define the roles for each of us in the shop and just figuring out how we're going to move forward and what yeah. what we can do best to to solve problems of sales and and building mm-hmm. and uh, we're we're investing in some new machinery this fall yeah. and some some other stuff. So it, it, it's kind of exciting. It feels like you kind of have to reinvent yourself, and we'll talk about some of that coming up yeah. too in our our main topic. But it definitely feels like you've got to. Uh, You've got to do that for sure. And um, yeah. one of the things, too, we, we shifted the focus. This has always kind of been one of our big uh, foundation principles is just being trying to be really helpful and trying to uh, let people know that uh, we're trying to find them a solution. And we build pickups according to fitting a solution. So we actually made a, a wine philosophy video. If you go to our homepage at porterpickups.com, you can see kind of this is the way that we approach our winding. And then we also have really been highlighting our pickup chooser. Yeah. So that is, um, why don't you kind of explain what the pickup chooser is for those people who may just be finding out about it or they haven't actually filled one out. Why don't you explain kind of what the pickup chooser is? Yeah, so you go to the uh, Porter Pickups website and then uh, you'll see one of the tabs, pickup chooser, and there you'll be, there's a series of prompts that kind of just, you know, uh, give you a chance to kind of detail what your rig is, what your setup is, you know. You know what kind of guitar you're using, what kind of music you want to play it for, and you know just kind of all the little stuff. You know that's kind of your your chance to really just describe what you're looking for, and and then we get it, and then we kind of go through it and really kind of think about what we could do to make 
make that pickup or which pickup we already have existing models that that would fit in that in that situation. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the like the customizing thing because we have had some some pickup choosers where people will fill them out where you're like, you know, that we need to do something like like the classic humbucker, mm-hmm. but more turns or less turns, things like that, and and it helps us really. It's kind of like I I've, I've boiled it down to a few questions that I would ask almost any customer yeah. when they're coming to us, and so it actually makes it easier on us. Usually by the time we read through a pickup chooser, we have. We have a re- yeah, we have a recommendation within like mm-hmm. two models usually of pickups. Yeah, so it, it saves us time a little bit, and it saves the customer time, and and also just kind of maybe relieve some of the fatigue of of researching. And yeah, you go and look at our Strat lineup and our Humbucker lineup, and I mean it's just kind of overwhelming. There's yeah, like a lot. Which of one st- do I pick? Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff. So we actually want to do that and and help you guys narrow it down. So you can. Check out the pickup chooser. We will put a link to the pickup chooser in the show notes for this as well. If you're finding this, mm-hmm. uh, we want you to to click on it. And it's also um, no obligations as well. So you can fill it out. You'll get one of us yeah. to respond to you, and you don't have to do anything with that information. But we want you to consider the recommendations, yeah, and start that conversation. There's even a place you can attach a picture of your guitar mm-hmm. as well, so, so you we can, can we discuss can, options, yeah, the covers, and- exactly. But yeah, let us help you do the research if if that is what you're doing, and and you know it'll help us help you save some time too. So, yeah, big time. Well, let's jump into our main topic. Awesome. Um, we're gonna rapid fire kind of through this. Uh, we thought about kind of what what we want to talk about. I mean, we went through like a few months of of just kind of like regular business dynamics and all sorts of exciting things and some things that didn't go how we thought and mm-hmm. um, just daily challenges and. And stuff like that. So, the good, the bad, the ugly. I think the bad and the ugly may be kind of connected, kind of one in the same. Um, yeah. But we'll we'll see. We'll see what comes of this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've obviously taken a little time to think about some things, but let's start with the good things. So so the good things of being being involved in in building pickups and kind of running the pickup side of the shop. What are some things that that you would put in that category? Well, I'd I'd say first and foremost, and then maybe this is kind of a trivial one, but I just love that I can, you know, show up and I know where, you know, the the sheets are and I know what the orders look like and I know how to do what I do. So I can just walk in and put on whatever music I'm feeling and you know, (laughs) just kind of which is always random. Yeah, it's always a little bit different just to, you know, mix it up and keep every day a little bit different, break up the monotony. But um I really like that and it's you know I like to think it's cool that I'm making the pickups and, you know, while they're being built, it's like they're steeped in music. And yes. <laughs> that's always musically minded over here. And it might be Shredder one day or Steve, Stevie Ray the next. Yeah. So. And then Steve Vai the next day yeah. and then some weird electronic music. So, so it's, that's kind of fun and, and definitely keeps the morale high. And, and, <laughs> and while I'm doing what I'm doing, building pickups, it, it's just, I don't know, it's just fun. Keep keeps it interesting. Yeah, yeah. So for those who are nerdy on the process, we basically have a master document with all the orders, and then we take them and we organize them based on mm-hmm. you know how long ago they ordered and and wire types, magnet types, and and we basically go through a production. So we really are a custom shop. So if you're looking for something and and you want it out the door uh, within. 10 minutes, uh, it's often a good chance that that's not going to happen the mm-hmm. way we build things. But we do have a, an efficient system for building a lot of pickups in a short amount of time. But we 
we do custom wind everything because a lot of times people are, hey, can you do a 10% on this vintage telly? Or can you do yeah. underwind on this A90 like we had yeah. last week? A coil tap or something, yeah, a coil tap telly, all, all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, so we can't exactly, because of the amount of option, I think that's one of the advantages of buying from us is we do have a lot of cover and bobbin and winding options that we actually don't, we don't charge extra for a lot of those things. They're just included in the price point. So you're getting kind of extra value if you do want to tweak some stuff. Yeah. Or, if, or even in like we talked about the pickup chooser, if you don't like something that you, we you hear, mm-hmm. we, can, we can bump that up for you or yeah. change it. I think for me on the good side, I, I just I don't ever hate going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think oh man I'd, I have to go in again and make guitar stuff. Like obviously it's fun, but it also is um, you know it's enjoyable to work with. Like I think we have a really good team here, and it's enjoyable to work with everyone that's here. Yeah, and nobody we, causes problems. Yeah, we get along and we we just have fun working together, and we we love guitar. I think that's one of the the things common that, threads. Yeah, yeah, it's like. I I value that as a business owner is like I want everyone that works here to to love guitar to work hard and to to be passionate about what they do and, and make sure the quality and the the product that we deliver is is up to standard and, yeah and I think I enjoy that part I'm definitely a process guy and so for me I always like to think of you know from order to delivery and I've been really trying to step away from that and focus more on like the sales and the the brand building and things like that. And so that's been a little bit of a challenge for me, but at the same time, I'm very excited about it because, um, you know, you've been able to handle a lot of stuff by yourself, which has allowed me to focus on other parts of the shop. And then we have other guys here that have been helping with guitars and with, uh, with other parts of the business. So yeah, it's been really, it's been really fun. I think that the, Challenges, kind of putting it all together. Yeah, for sure. And that so. is the cool thing about it is when it is kind of a small business is that challenge and that like you have to have that drive and that kind of self starter attitude. Otherwise, it's like you're you're not going to get anything out of it. So yeah. th- there is a little feeling of kind of like oh, I did some good stuff today. You know, you can feel good about that at the end of the day. I think. Yeah, it feels good to get orders done, obviously, and deliver them. And and uh, it's always challenging, like you said, it's different every week. So one mm-hmm. week we might build, be building a ton of strat sets and and. H nineties one week, <laughs> like ten H nineties yesterday. Yeah. Right. So it was, it was definitely a lot of a lot of that stuff. And I think that I'm I'm with you. Like the challenge part of it is actually is, it is enjoyable because mm-hmm. we're not building, you know, twenty humbuckers every day. We're building maybe ten humbuckers, and then mm-hmm. we're building a bunch of telly pickups, and then all of a sudden it's loaded pick guards, and then it's many humbuckers. Yeah. You know, it just it, it kind of morphs and and evolves, and it keeps it very interesting. It's definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't feel like we're just a production shop, even though we are. We're finishing orders, but we're not. Uh, it's definitely not robotic by yeah. any means. Yeah, it's, there's like a, a human touch, human element to everything we do, and and I think that that's kind of one of the things that you know helps us kind of have our little niche. You know, yeah. just one of the many things I think that really kind of make us us or whatever. But yeah, definitely. And at the end of the day, it's also good. I think that what we're doing ends up in a guitar, and someone's going to plug that into an amp and you know, play a couple chords and just, you know, it's going to bring them joy. And so it's going to be, it's a wholesome thing, I think, to be involved in. So yeah, and we're, well, can't forget about that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Cause we're, we're making something that, that uh, hopefully will keep people playing guitar longer and want to come back and buy more pickups yeah. or tell their friends and keeping like them that. inspired. And yeah, big time. yeah, totally. All right. Well, let's move into the, the bad part of, uh, of this business. Maybe just not necessarily just all bad, uh, vibes, but like, um, challenges i guess you could say 
like challenges for you and in, in your job? Let's start, let's start with you again here and, and just kind of what, what are some challenges that you face just as a, as a worker in, in this industry and, and shop challenges? I know that there's a few probably that are popping into your head right now. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some good ones here, but um, I guess maybe the, the simplest one is, uh, you know, I, I love all the support and I love all the customers that come in and, and really want to support local and, you know, have something unique in their guitar. Um, but sometimes just sometimes people will want like a very specific thing or they think they really want this, but they, you know, they don't really know that much about building pickups or how, you know, if that would even be feasible or if it'll work or if it'll even do what they kind of want it to do. So sometimes it is kind of like, you know, you want to be able to give them what they want, but they're very staunch about what they want. So there's a little bit of a like learning to kind of work with those people. And and that's not necessarily like a bad or a negative in any way, because I think that, you know, that's, you might, you know, come across some really good ideas that way, things you would have never thought to try. And there's always something you can learn from somebody else's perspective. So yeah, I'm kind of turning that bad into a good one. Yeah. Because it really like makes us better as, you know, at, at our job, you know, designing and prototyping and figuring stuff out. Yeah. And I think, I think kind of along those lines, it's just protecting your time. Yeah, because we do have a small group here, and that's like, that's a that's a challenge for me. Is just okay. Someone randomly drops in, and I love it, and I love chatting. But I need to mm-hmm. have I have this constant tension between, and you do too. Is like building and moving forward, and strategy, and customer service, and we're kind yeah. of we're battling this a lot whole of different thing. hats we wear here. Yeah, so you're like, I can't really tell you every type of wood we have in the back. Mm-hmm. Right now in stock or something, you know, just just yeah. throwing something off the top of my head. I think for me, it's just the just kind of maintaining the the focus. A lot of times, kind of very similar to what you said, is just kind of like when you're when you're doing the customer service part of things. Some people do have a a preconceived notion mm-hmm. about something, um, or or in our case, we're a small business, and so it's very challenging for us to do like returns. But some people. They do want to have a, a no risk obligation, but yeah. it doesn't really work for us as a small business to to just be like, yeah, no questions asked. You can just try it out, and then we'll take it back, and you know, installed, uninstalled, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's kind of a it's tricky, a tough course. one. Yeah, because yeah, we don't know. And then you know, other times when people will say, hey, do you do you do artist endorsements or do you do do this or can you give me a discount on something mm-hmm. and and. You know, it's not necessarily a bad thing all the time, but it, it, for me as a as a business owner, this is just like a, something that is a struggle because I'm like, how do I how do I give? I can't give a discount to this guy and not this guy, and yeah. who deserves one and who doesn't deserve one, and it puts me in an awkward spot because someone asked me for something for free, or they, you know, I'm getting better at just saying straight up saying no. Yeah, sorry, um, yeah. But it, it, but we're, you know, we're being honest in this podcast, and it, it does, it does affect us when you, you can email us and just say, hey, can you take thirty bucks off this order? And uh-huh. I said, like, well, like, I got to pay thirty bucks on that order in taxes, yeah, and then I got to pay the hourly employees, and then I've got to pay corporate Parts taxes even. and rent and all this other stuff. So, I try to to disassociate. I, I understand some of those requests are pretty innocent. They're not, they're not just trying to hound yeah. us, but. But it is it is a challenge because um, you know we're trying to to run things efficiently. Like we actually went through a, a price increase in August, 
and it wasn't very publicized. We just had to raise some prices because um, it's more and more expensive to run this thing. It costs an insane amount of money to to keep the lights on and to keep enough inventory for the way that we yeah, do the pickups. Big and part of it. To pay for equipment and, and salaries and, and all the things that we want to do as a business. So when, when people are ordering, they you know often understand that, like, yeah, yeah I'm supporting more than just, like, don't need just a good deal i'm actually like helping yeah individual people and because we're so small every little bit really does count yeah um, really counts for us in in keeping this thing going and continuing to offer all the options i mean we probably could save a lot more money by trimming down to offering one humbucker cover or one strat cover but we know that people really like that part of the way we do things yeah so we we try to do that as much as we can but um you know, full confession, it does wear us down if people are always asking for deals. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, especially like in the in this, we talked about June being so slow. Yeah. Um, in June, you know, we got uh, three or four discount requests and I'm like, we're having our our slowest month in a long time and I really don't want to give you a discount right mm-hmm. now. You know, It's I, just not, yeah. not feasible. Yeah, exactly. Because, so, you know, at the end of the day, it's tough to say no and, and all that stuff. And we really do want to help people out and give them a good guitar tone. But it's like you do have to protect your interests and, <laughs> and make sure we can keep doing what we're doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. The things that I always it always drives me nuts is the, like, we're the bad guy when we don't offer the discount. <laughs> they ask for one and we don't offer it. And yeah, we're like, oh, you guys are lame. Yeah, we're the bad guy somehow, which is, it's very strange. I mean, the industry is definitely... Like for me, you know, I don't know if this is like in the ugly category, but for the, for me, the industry can be a little bit brutal sometimes. Um, there's, there's, you know, forum chatter sometimes. And like, there was literally like a post a few weeks ago and, and someone had directed me to it, which I shouldn't have even read it, but mm-hmm. it was like, is Porter pickup still in, in existence? And <laughs> they could have went to our website and figured out that we're still here and we're doing fine. Yeah. But it was literally just like the forum was like, oh yeah, they're, they're kind of they've been around a long time and I'm on to something else and it's just very strange uh-huh. like I don't I, I get it like the the visual part of the gear industry and everyone's kind of jumping around and trying new gear and stuff like that but but for us is the challenge is like remaining I don't, I don't want to say relevant but remaining consistent in what we yeah. do um, because I think relevance kind of a Kind of a tricky word. Yeah, and that can fluctuate. I don't want to be fake or try to be someone that I'm not. I think Mm -hmm. we're just we try to be consistent and deliver the product and and all that. But but honestly, one of the temptations is to try to try to be something that we're not. It's like, oh well, we need to improve this and improve that, and maybe that's going to be the thing that makes people jump back, you know. And yeah, and but we've had you know at the same time we've had a ton of very loyal customers that continue to come Mm -hmm. back, and and some people. I like to switch gear a lot. We understand that. We we like to switch gear a lot. Yeah, ourselves. that's the fun part. Yeah. yeah. So we can't. You know, it's it's definitely not a not bashing on those those people that do that. It's just kind of communicating that we do have a challenge in that area of like figuring out how we can stay. You know, stay in the in the mindset of those people that that are looking for what we sell. Yeah. Of course. And at the same time, while juggling all the other aspects of the thing, you know, because yes. it is it is just you know a very small handful of us. So uh, there's, a, there's a lot of areas to to manage when there's only a, a select few of us. So. Yeah, exactly. Doing our best here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we and we try to, you know, I think for me is one of the things is just kind of remaining focused and making sure that that we're listening to the right things and that we're focusing on the right things because oftentimes um, as the owner, a lot of stuff gets dropped on my plate where it's like an email comes through and it's just like, 
oh, I've got to deal with this now, but maybe I don't have to. And it's kind of just compartmentalizing that yeah. stuff and learning how to do that better, saying, okay, this this customer needs some help, but I can't help them right now because we have to get this order out for this guy. And and so when when you don't hear from us for a while, that's usually what's going on. Um, we're, we're always pretty tight on our lead times and things like that. But mm-hmm. but also when you know when it's very clear on a a um, form that says you know this is how long the order might take, yeah. and then you ask us really quickly, that that creates kind of attention because. Maybe you didn't read the uh, yeah. thing that says I I, mm-hmm. I agree to the <laughs> the terms of of how we build stuff. And, yeah, and I do want to make this clear. I'm not I'm not trying to bash on certain people, but I'm just I, I do want to communicate like challenges that that mm-hmm. that come up that that do cause us to to have to like give extra attention to something maybe that doesn't doesn't need it at the moment. Yeah, because sometimes there's like little funny things that happen with covers or uh, stuff that just you know doesn't quite isn't quite what somebody wants, and you know. If they get the order and then they have to ship it back and we have to kind of, you know, pop a different cover on it or something, it's like, I mean, they already ordered it and so we want to do right by them and treat the customer like they should be treated. So definitely they kind of get a little bit of a priority or whatever, but, you know, just because of the way that stuff is built, it really is like, you know, bear with us, but we are making it with care and (laughs) we do want to make you something that that is going to be special and, you know, just do what you want it to do. Yeah, and, and I think sometimes people think that we're a massive operation. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a good-sized shop, and we have a bay for pickups and guitars and a showroom, and we've got a great setup, and we really do a lot with what we have. And, and I think that that is one of the challenges, is just making sure that we can consistency, or consistently deliver for the customer. And we've, we've always kind of been really good at that, because I know some people really have a mistrust with some small gear companies. There's been a lot of small gear companies that have burned people in the past. And I know that that's created some, some anxiety sometimes. Like you, you, you yeah. add the pickup to set to the cart and you push go and, and the money's taken off your credit card and, and you're like, what's going to happen now? Yeah. Am you I going to get a shipping confirmation yeah. or something? Yeah. Exactly. And I understand that because people, I, I think it boils down to people really are excited to get the set of pickups and, and they're just like, when, when is it shipping? And they're not, they're not mad. They're usually just excited. And I, I realize yeah. that sometimes you can't tell that through an email translation. Yeah, it really. They is might difficult. sound really mad, but they're actually like, I just want to put it in my guitar. I'm really stoked. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like, oh, I was just in a hurry. I just, you know, I yeah, just typed it out real quick and send it out exactly. my way. Exactly. So, so yeah, we're excited about that. A lot of the decisions that we make here in the shop are definitely for, for the customer and for um, just the delivery process and all that. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh but it is worth noting again that we we do custom wine pretty much everything that's ordered, yeah. And we keep we keep a little bit of stock, but really the stock is like a coil that's wound that might go into one type of humbucker, but it's not it's not like they're just sitting on the shelf. Uh, we Ready go, we to go, go, yeah. We go gathering through seasons, yeah. <laughs> we go through seasons where we do have more stock and and less stock. Mm-hmm. Which that's one of the big pushes here this fall is you know max maximizing the efficiency of some of the build processes and really a making the effort to have a lot more stock so that if you do need something really quickly, we can get it to you as soon as possible. So Yeah, definitely. And I would say like, you know, as we kind of move into like, I don't know if there's the, anything in the ugly category for you, but just <laughs> thinking about like the really hard stuff, you know, as a business owner, I'm, I'm, I'm carrying a lot of weight. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about how am I going to pay everyone and pay myself and pay the bills and, and take care can, of the family. Yeah. Just, take care of the family and, and, 
just that weight can really, um, it's a lot of stress. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah. It can really pull me down a lot. And I, and so I have to say like, it's this, this constant battle because I love, I love what I do. And that helps if I, if I didn't like this job and I had all that weight, I think I would go insane. Yeah. But I do like every day it's like, sweet. I get to work on guitar stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a bad deal. But with that is like the challenge of that being a passion plus a business is always this like, battle that's going on in my head i'm like am i doing enough to mm-hmm. move us forward do we have enough sales do we do we did we buy enough wood to make the guitars did i get this this paint right on the finish yeah and and, and just juggling all of that but but really a lot of it has been and we've talked about this before but it's like doing something else getting outside and and being outside and just just taking breaks like you said listening to music and just having fun at work and just mm-hmm. kind of saying all right here's our tasks for today here's how we're going to knock it out here's where we're trying to go as a business. And that's, so that's been very good. I've been, we've had some time with like a business coach for the last uh, couple months and that's been super cool. And yeah. Some good ideas yeah. and talks. Yeah. So I feel like we've kind of been, you know, honestly in the last couple of years, we've been kind of uprooting the whole entire business. Just revamping it. Yeah. yeah. And as far as the ugly side of stuff, I, I've learned to stay, try to stay away from it, whether it's like, um, negative noise or it's, um, challenging situations that, that come up and you're like, well, I don't need to be involved in this situation. Or mm-hmm. I heard some, someone say something about the business and I'm like, I need to just, just ignore it as best yeah. I can. And, and that's important for me because I carry the responsibility of making sure that everyone else is taken care of. And so if I listen to that noise, if I focus on that stuff, then mm-hmm. I'm actually, I'm actually hurting, yeah. hurting the whole it's thing. Like toxic. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, I've kind of learned, and maybe that's partly why people were like, "Where? What's happening with them? I haven't seen them on the forums <laughs> or whatever." It's because literally we are we are working here and taking care of the people that have given us money and and moving this thing forward. And so, like, that's exciting to me because I think I've gotten a little better at um, at ignoring some of the some of the noise that that can come up. And sometimes there's a, a customer maybe that wants to run you over, and you just have <laughs> to say. I'm sorry it didn't work out mm-hmm. for you or I'm, you know, not in not any specific situation, but just kind of in general, like there's things that are going to come up that are going to literally distract you from, from yeah. your goals and your purposes and, and you can't let them for sure. Yeah. And, and I guess maybe one of the quick ugly things for me, it's just like, um, you have to be very careful and, and make sure you take little breaks so, so that you're not like, um, I mean, if if you're doing like four pickup installs in a day or something, um, you maybe necessarily after you get home you don't want to look at a guitar, you don't want to like pick one up. Um, so that's something that you know it just happens, just kind of being around it. And I mean, if there's you know loud noises in your ear all day, maybe you don't want to go home and plug in your box or whatever. I, so that's interesting. But I feel like sometimes you just kind of got to muscle through it and. You know, pick up the acoustic or something, and <laughs> maybe don't look at your hands when you play, and just see what comes out. But that is that is like a, a thing that's there, you know. Yeah, it'd well, be that, working in the gear industry. That's a challenge, you know, for us because, like I said, it's that same for you. It's that tension of like, well, I just, you know, people say will always ask me, and they probably ask you. It's like, oh man, it must be so cool to work on guitar stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it is cool, and it is. Yeah, there's no doubt about I it. Love it. We lo- we love the job. But but the honest truth is that, like you were saying, if you're working on guitar stuff all day, it's very difficult to go home and want to play guitar mm-hmm. more. You're just like, you I know? just kind of want to let my hands rest. Or people say, you must be playing like 
all day. I'm like, no, uh-huh. I can't play all day. I need to make money. <laughs> you you got to work, yeah. So it's this tension of where like we've got all these cool guitars in the showroom, mm-hmm. and we've been doing like you've been way better at this than me than just going home and playing. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, I'm fried. But, yeah, and I mean, you have a lot of stuff on your plate too at home. So that's yeah, like, <laughs> but it's good to it's good to like one of the things I realize is we're talking about how we're making these guitars and pickups that we want to inspire people. But if we're not inspired ourselves, then what's the point? Yeah, you know, how can we recommend it to somebody? Exactly. Yeah. So like taking guitars home and just plugging them in and just, um, you know, thankfully for the the use of, of amp modeling and technology that I can have headphones and, and play some stuff yeah. at, at 10 o'clock at night yeah, if I exactly. want to. I can't, I can't crank up with a bunch of little kids in the house, of <laughs> course. Crank up the trainer. Yeah, yeah exactly. So... So I think that that's been that's been good, and that's kind of like you know we're we're both I think pretty positive guys and try to like take situations that come up and even this summer we had some really good exposure from yeah, from yeah. A, a well-known artist that played one of our guitars and then we had some kind of fallout after that just just <laughs> rumors and and assuming yeah, things just the, uh, the internet stuff yeah then. just internet stuff and and so it caused us like it basically caused us to like reevaluate some of the things we were going to do in in relation to that mm-hmm. project and and obviously I'm being very vague on purpose here but yeah if you follow us you'll kind of I think you'll yeah, know what we're talking yeah, about yeah exactly so really cool uh opportunity and event for us this summer but then it was definitely a you know not what you expect mm-hmm. and so when when that stuff comes how are, how are we going to handle it what are we going to do how are we going to um to move forward and I think it's just continuing to focus on our our purpose and, and passion and, and all that. So I think that, um, you know, for us, again, we, we are excited to continue moving this thing forward. We have some cool stuff planned. Um, we have some new pickup stuff that's kind of been floating around in our heads and, yeah. and excited to kind of release some more stuff and also just new guitar things and following our, our project, and our TV show. so, we're gonna try to continue podcast topics. If you guys are interested in in um, submitting some questions for the podcast, uh, people you'd like to interview, we're gonna get our interview thing rolling back again too. I think we try to interview in the the early part of this year, and, and something technical technical difficulties, difficulties yeah. and we <laughs> had to cancel it and never rescheduled. So it was. We're gonna try to get that all kind of sorted out. I think that um, you know, if anything, we'll have some in in studio guests and. And things like that, but we're going to move towards really trying to uh, keep this content going. Uh, make sure you're following us on on Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, all those good things, and and then also the guitars Instagram at porterguitars.com. Yeah, lots of good stuff going on there. But yeah, we we're we're here. Um, <laughs> for those who weren't sure, we are here. And we are still, very here. We're still building stuff, and we're hanging out in the shop today. And uh, we're actually going to be just jumping Doing in media and, today, yeah, yeah, creating some videos and and all that good stuff. So, thanks again for your support, and we will catch you guys next time on the next episode. Yeah, later.